Willkommen bei 15 Minuten Coffee Break Talk mit Q4.ai, wo Koffein auf Kreativität trifft. Wir servieren Ihnen die heißesten Business-Ideen und Einblicke. Schnappen Sie sich Ihren Kaffee und lassen Sie uns den Business Beat fühlen. Hi, hier ist Ralf from Q4.ai and uh, this week we talk about all about uh, building bridges and breaking barriers. It's cross-cultural training and coaching. That's our uh, main topic for the whole week. And today um, we talk about the power of cross-cultural training. And I have an expert and guest uh, with me. It's our Karen Weston. I say our because it's our expert for Q4 for intercultural training. Hi, Karen. Nice to be with you here. Hi, Ralph. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It's nice to be part of an hour and a yeah. team, yeah. team working together with you. And you are the expert for, the, for, for this topic. So let's dive in and maybe we can start to that you say something about you and What's your role with the cross-cultural inter intercultural coaching topic? Oh, okay. Well, I've always been interested in, in people. I think people are my main driver, and I love to see what type of interactions people have. And I've always found communication and the way people communicate fascinating, but also very challenging. And I grew mm -hmm. up in a very multicultural environment, so Different ways of communicating in different cultures were quite natural for me. But after graduating and beginning my career, which took me to a few different countries and <laughs> where I worked and also lived, uh, the topic of communication and interactions and also its challenges um, seemed to follow me. And it then led me into cross-cultural training, which I've been in for a number of years now and, uh, and, and love it and love the interactions that it does bring. That's, that sounds fantastic, Karen, because uh, as I know you and you said love it and that's what I um, have the feeling if you talk about this topic, you love this topic. So cross-cultural and intercultural uh, training and coaching is your topic. That's what I feel from, from, from your side. So um, is it true or have it something in my mind? Is it true or? It's absolutely true. <laughs> It's absolutely true. <laughs> great. Yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe we can start with some something um, as we both are in, in this field of cross-cultural and coaching and so on. It's a man, many uh, ways to have uh, describe cross-cultural training and coaching. How mm -hmm. would you describe uh, this, this topic? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So there are many ways to describe it. And in my experience, when it comes to working with participants that are in courses, mm. um, they don't really know what cross-cultural training is when they first hear the term. Because, I mean, it refers to any sort of interaction with more than one culture. Mm. And one, only, one usually thinks of national culture. That's the first thing that comes to mind. So the way mm. that the German, Germans are, the way that the Brits are, the Canadians, the Americans, mm. the, the Chinese, anybody. But it's nice to see it as an eye-opener for the participants when they start to get around, get their head around um, different sorts of culture so what comes yeah. 
to regional cultures, generational cultures, as well as company cultures, communication as a culture. Mm-hmm. So if you look at cross-cultural training today, it's really focused on business such as etiquette, mm-hmm. communication, leadership. Um, however, it can also be used for those working in diverse communities, in the military, in NGOs, in medical, and in research. So it's the term cross-cultural training is really broad, mm-hmm. um, but I like to see it as a training that helps people overcome cultural challenges in work, in their life, and these challenges always come from interactions between mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and the interactions that we're not maybe aware of within ourselves as well as um, in groups that we're in. Yeah, yeah. and um, from from my opinion, from my side, um, we work lot of remote work uh, exactly. uh, remote work in environments and that's not only one one set of um, intercultural uh, it's a many um, many set of, of different cultures different settings different ages and so on, so on and that's why I think uh, for key four that I um, most of the most of the companies want not intercultural training or coaching they want actually cross-cultural training that's that's my opinion from my side yeah yeah and we've got a whole new area there when it comes to virtual communication as well and how how versed people are with communicating virtually as well so that's a whole new dynamic that's Mm. that's that's come upon us now or that has just grown over the last couple of years yeah as you're an expert um what's what do you think it's the crucial the or why is it crucial uh, to have this this kind of training and coaching have you anything to think of uh, in your in your mind why is it crucial well it, it it's crucial that we start to promote more understanding and mm. uh, like you said at the very beginning to bridge cultural gap, gaps and to break down barriers but also to improve communication or to even mm. ha- have effective communication and collaboration between teams and cultures because we are all in a global environment nowadays and it plays a real it plays an absolutely vital role in fostering inclusive environments and mm. of course building relationships so building trust which leads to better relationships and um, facilitating success in this wonderfully globalized world that we do live in nowadays. <laughs> that, that's for sure. That's for, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, you said something what's popped in your mind and um, maybe I can dive more deeply in, in, in the kind of story. Have you a kind of a transformation story from your side, uh, what you can tell us um, about this, um, yeah, the power of, of cross-cultural training and coaching? Oh, I think there's just so many of them. But I mean, your typical, your typical one that you do have that, um, as coaches were called in for, is a conflict within a team in a multinational mm. organization, where teams have different cultural backgrounds, communication styles, their approaches to work are different, and as they start working together, um, conflicts arise. And mm-hmm. mis- leads leads to misunderstandings and misinterpretations, and then there's a clash, which is ineffective for everyone. Um, so it is r- really good to implement some sort of 
cross-cultural training, and it's great to see how the impact of this really does help teams to become more empathetic to cultural differences, communication styles, mm-hmm. conflict resolution. And um, I've seen that in a lot of team trainings that we've done, just the better better understanding of um, of each other, improved communication, yeah. cultural mm-hmm. sensitivity, collaboration, and innovation improves because you've got this energy there. Yeah. Conflict re- resolution, it's great to figure out how to how to solve conflicts from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, of course, the stronger relationships that do come about. So I think, I mean, I could give you a real personal story, but I think any story really highlights the benefits that can, mm-hmm. the benefits of cross-cultural training, of bringing people together, getting them to sit down and think about their, the way that they behave, but also the way that others behave and what what the triggers are and what uh, causes conflict, which we might get into later. But yeah. um, it just, here you really want to foster collaboration. And as a trainer, it's um, it's really nice to see that training does help mm-hmm. and uh, that people do grow from it, which is which is a huge benefit. Yeah, that's that's what uh, what I've seen uh, so many times when I'm doing coaching, and not just cross cultural coaching, coaching every coaching, and mm-hmm. it's really nice to see the participants and the coachee actually grow, uh, have a growth, and uh, have something uh, to go look forward and, and go step by step to do right in the right direction. That's yeah. nice to see. That's really nice to see. Yeah, and also to have the support. So really to okay. have the yeah. support and have a safe space to express maybe your fears and your concerns about certain things and and uh, take it from there. And I, I think just understanding, if you can get a space where understanding can evolve, then we've, mm. we, we've won a lot, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's always be challenge challenges uh, in our world. And um, can you say something about what challenges um, uh, do individuals or organizations uh, typically typically uh, face when they implementing some kind of cross cultural coaching or training programs? Have you something in in your head? What what are the challenges actually? Well, the challenges of for organizations, I mean, you said when they have implemented it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I would go a, a step back and say when they're considering <laughs> implementing it okay, or should yeah. Im- implement it because, uh, you know, there is resistance there from, from maybe some individuals or organizations or a lack of buy-in. Um, so that's a challenge to, um, to implement the training. And once it's been implemented, then, of course, You have to think about the resources, the time, the place, who's involved in it. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the goal of the training? Is it expat training where the employers are going to uh, a target country? Is Is it team training? And that has to be established right from the beginning. So what is the actual goal? And then everyone yeah. is, has, has bought in on the goal as well. And um, it's not a one-size approach that can fit everybody. And it's also training that has to be sustainable and you can mm-hmm. integrate it. So there's all of those aspects of it um, that have to be touched in, touched on when we're thinking about the implementation of training. Okay, okay, okay. But it's not, uh, when, you, when I hear that, it's not a t- typical 
cross-cultural uh, challenge. It's all about uh, change management and, and training challenges. So it's not kind of a typical special uh, cross-cultural training coaching implementation or that's just typical uh, training implementation or? Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, mm, yeah, okay. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are the, the challenges of getting everybody on board for cross-cultural training and really assessing the type of uh, communication skills and the behavior mm. that one does have and that one does bring into the training. Mm. And maybe maybe one, one challenge that's popped in, in my mind is um, having a set of... Um, intercultural mindset implemented in the in the company because not every company or an organization have this kind of uh, intercultural global mindset uh, ready set up in their organization culture i think that maybe is a is a challenge what's special for our cross-cultural uh, and intercultural training programs yeah, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, it's very, very important. Um, like mm. we said right, right at the beginning, we're not just looking at national culture. So really go in and see yeah. what the, the company culture like. And um, I remember when I started out my training and I heard, and I've always taken it with me, and I think it's just a great sentence. One, I heard um, culture is the way that we do things around here. And that's, that's a sentence that I've, a phrase that's always always pops into my mind wherever you go in, whether as a training or in a in a cross cultural situation, mm -hmm. is really to look at the way things are done, yeah, and yeah. Um, and then take it from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the last question, because the time is nearly up for a fifteen minute uh, coffee break talk, is uh, the future. Looking forwards to the future, um, how do you see the cross cultural training? Um, in evolving, and what are the hopes for this for its impact? Oh well, my hope for the impact of cross-cultural yeah. training is really the cultivation of more understanding um, to create an inclusive and connected world. And we really do have to equip individuals with this. So we can't just say we want it and there's not the, the training and the facilitation out there for individuals to um, improve their communication skills. Um, I mean, with the training, we can break down barriers and reduce stereotypes, mm -hmm. foster, foster empathy and collaboration. Um, and I just think it's a real, it, we, we have to foster mutual respect and think of, an ongoing journey in our lives that is not over. That's a per perfect ending for our 50-minute uh, coffee break talk. I think that's a, a perfect sense, a sentence for this uh, ending. And thank you so much, Karen, for participating in this podcast. And I'm looking forward to uh, talk about the next topic with you uh, in the next podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Ralph. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Das war's von 15 Minuten Coffee Break Talk mit Q4.ai, wo Koffein auf Kreativität trifft. Bis zum nächsten Café voller Business-Einblicke. Neugierig auf mehr? Besuchen Sie uns auf www.q4.ai. Bis bald. Bye-bye.